Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. And before I jump into the program, I want to give a big shout out to my co-host of The Standard is The Standard, Jeff Hartman. also want to give a big shout out to the Oracle Dave Schofield. And I want to give a special shout out to who's bad, Brian Anthony Davis, for subbing for me on The Standard is The Standard this week. Your boy was under the weather, so I appreciate that. Big up to everybody who's jumped into the live chat as well. On this particular episode of Yeah, I Said It on this Friday night, and I appreciate you guys for digesting some Steeler football on a Saturday. And yes, I'm back, excuse me, on a Friday. Tyler, I am back. And the title of this particular episode, and you know how I get down, you know how I do it. I like to get through. Uh, the little monologue in the show and what I want to talk about. Then I'm going to get into your questions. Before that, I do want to say there is a feature, the Super Chat feature. The Super Chat feature uh, for a small contribution to the program, your question can get booked or, or, or I should say pushed to the top of the queue. And I want to apologize because I think there's going to be a typo in the title of the show because I forgot to put a space in the title of the show, but the title of this particular episode is Yeah, I Said It. Wait for it. I'm going to give you the pause. Let me pause real quick. The Steelers defense is sort of close to being dominant. Now, we all know what sort of means. Sort of means kind of. 
in slang vernacular. Sorta, kinda, almost, eh, maybe, hell. That's kind of what sorta means. So when I say the Steelers' defense is sort of close to being dominant, yeah, I mean, it has some elements to it that suggest it's close and that it could be dominant. I mean, because when we think of defense, the point of defense is obviously I, – I did obviously because of Tomlin, of course. I had to throw out the obviously. It's to prevent teams from scoring. I mean, I'm Mr. Obvious. I'm being Mr. Obvious with this. But sometimes when it comes to football, because of all the analytics and the numbers, and I love numbers as anybody as much as anybody else because I'm a CMU grad. I love analytics and numbers. But sometimes it's just stupid. It, it, it's just simple. Excuse me, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. The point of defense is to prevent teams from scoring points, period. Part of that is you want to limit possessions. To limit possessions... One of the biggest ways to limit possessions is to take the ball away because presumably if your offense is good and you limit possessions, it becomes harder for you to be beat. Also, ways to prevent teams from scoring points, keeping offenses off schedule. How do you do that? Pressure the quarterback, stop the run, and you tackle. You tackle the catch, you try to eliminate yards after catch, and you try to eliminate broken tackles because you want offenses to earn it. You want to put offenses in third and mid and third and long where you can get exotic because we all know that the percentages involved with converting third and mids to third and longs is very difficult. So this is the entire framework in which I'm building my argument of the Steelers' defense is sort of, eh, kind of, eh, might, eh, maybe, eh, close to being dominant. Now, let me give you the four things of why it's close to being dominant and how they tie in to the points of defense that I talked about, limiting possessions, keeping offenses off schedule, and, and preventing teams from scoring points by doing those things. So why is it close to being dominant? One, number one, sacks. The Steelers have 20 sacks, fourth in the National Football League, point blank. Getting to the quarterback is always good. Why is it good? Because typically when you get sacks, teams lose yards, and you keep teams what? Off schedule. And to paraphrase the great Dick LeBeau, I'm going to put it in Swahili ease, big Swahese, Lance Williams ease. You can't do jack on your back. Let me say that again. Quote, you can't do jack on your back. That's right, yo back, not your back, yo back. If your quarterback is on his back, I've never seen a quarterback complete a pass when he's on his ass. I'm just saying. Now, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks do a lot of different things. We have not seen a quarterback do that. And when you're getting sacks, you're probably going to limit possessions. It gives you an opportunity to take the ball away. 
It keeps offenses off schedule, and it puts pressure on offenses to convert third downs, keep the ball, move the ball, and thus score. So when you can get 20 sacks in your fourth in the National Football League, that is a great step in being sort of, eh, maybe, kind of close to being dominant. We'll have to see how the loss of Stephon it will impact that. But that's the number one reason. The number two reason why this defense is close, eh, sort of, eh, kind of, close to being dominant is turnovers. They have eight interceptions, third in the National Football League. They've recovered seven fumbles, second in the National Football League, and they are a plus seven, second in the National Football League. And I think their 15 turnovers total rank second as well. What do we talk about at the top of the program? The point of defense is to prevent teams from scoring. If you limit possessions, teams can't score. If you take the ball away consistently, teams can't score. Tenor, excuse me, Turnovers limit drives. They give you extra possessions. Turnovers that flip the field give you a better chance to score. So it's about subtraction. It's about simple math. If you limit a team's drives, you limit their ability to score by taking away their possessions, which in turn give you extra possessions because it's hard to drive the football consistently and score. A lot of times it gives you advantageous field position and puts you in a better chance to score more consistently if you can get turnovers. So that's why if you couple sacks and turnovers, those are features of a dominant defense or at least one that is sort of, uh, kind of, uh, maybe close to being dominant. Third, red zone defense. Right now, the Steelers are fourth in the National Football League in red zone defense. And red zone defense is measured by touchdowns. So they are limiting teams to field goals. Again, I want to keep this simple, stupid. The point of defense is to prevent teams from scoring points. But if you can't do that, you want to reduce the number of points that a team scores. Last time I checked, the field goal was less than a touchdown, three versus six, plus the opportunity of an extra point, seven. In some instances, that's a four-point difference. So even if teams are getting in the red zone and you're preventing them from scoring touchdown, that gives you a great boost or it betters your chances to win in the game. Period. Point blank. This is simple stuff, stuff that all of you know. And this is why the Steelers' defense is sort of, kind of, close to being dominant because of these three big factors. Sacks, turnovers, red zone defense. The last I would throw in there is rushing yards per carry. They're only giving up about 3.7, which is top 10 in the National Football League. If you can stop the run, what does it do? We always talk about it on this show. Jeff talks about balance at nauseum, and he should. So what does it do if you can stop a team from running the football? Keeps them off schedule. It makes them one-dimensional. And if you know that passes are coming consistently because a team can't run, you have a better chance of defending it. Also, 
it eliminates play action in a lot of instances because teams don't want to waste plays because if you can't get yards off of running the football, it can put you behind schedule, which can make third down very hard to convert. So the reason why the Steelers' defense is really close to being dominant, one, they get sacks. Two, they're generating turnovers. Three, red zone defense. And four, their ability to stop the run. Now, on the flip side, why isn't it close to being dominant? Again, the point of defense is to prevent teams from scoring points, period. That's what the point of defense is. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And in that regard, the Steelers are only 13th in the National Football League, and they're giving up 22 points a game, 21.8 to be exact. That's a lot of points. Although it's 13th, that's a lot of points. It's a lot of pressure, even in this NFL, if you have to consistently go out and get 22 to 27 points per game to win. And I dare you to look it up. Dominant teams, teams that consistently compete for Super Bowls and win Super Bowls, your point differential is around seven. I mean, hell, the Patriots, that team up north, their point differential is probably over 30 points which is absolutely asinine, by the way. That's one of the most ridiculous stats I've seen in watching football in the last 30 years. Their points per game differential is just bananas. So for the Steelers to compete consistently and win games and be a team that can compete for a Super Bowl, they're probably going to have to average 28 points per game. You want to be winning your games by close to six and a half points or more to be considered a dominant team. And right now, because they're giving up 21.8, they've got to get that down. Now, here's an issue as well that's interesting. is third down defense. And we talk about stopping the run, getting sacks, but the weird thing is that has not translated into the Steelers being a dominant third down defensive team. They only rank 28th in the National Football League in that category. And that's troubling because what does it do? It keeps teams on schedule. It keeps your offense off off the field, which in turn limits your possessions because the longer a team can have the ball, it shortens the game, which takes away possessions from you. And it sets teams up to be able to consistently move the ball and to score points. So that's troubling. One, that they're giving up 22 a game. Two, that their third down defense is not very good. I mean, 28th in the league is almost the worst in the National Football League. That has to improve. Another element in why this defense isn't sort of, kind of, maybe, huh, to be in dominant is covering tight ends. If you look at the last two games specifically, 
Tight ends were targeted 24 times. The Steelers gave up 18 receptions for roughly 215 yards and two TDs for a completion of percentage of around 75%. That's bad. What that shows is teams can attack you in the middle of the football field, between the numbers, and in the seams. And what are the easiest throws for quarterbacks to make? Are those throws that gut you in the middle of your defense and in the seams? They're very hard to defend. And what those type of conversions do or completions do is they keep you on schedule. So again, a critical flaw in this defense. We've seen it raise its head over the last two games. It's covering tight ends. Now, we talked about red zone defense and them being fourth in red zone defense as a criteria as to why they're so close to being dominant. But on the flip side, and it's weird, it has to be that dominant. And this is part of the reason why they're giving up 22 points a game is because they're giving up too many red zone attempts. They're giving up three and a half red zone attempts per game. You want to not give up a lot of red zone attempts because clearly the point of defense is to prevent teams from scoring. If you give up a lot of red zone attempts, that puts a ton of pressure on your red zone defense to stop people consistently so you don't give up a ton of points. So what I'm saying is there are elements, very good elements, the turnovers, the sacks. I mean, those are very good elements, stopping the run. And we've seen that change with Vince in the game that are nice seeds that you want to plant and you want to continue to germinate and just add water, stay healthy, and keep getting better, those are the elements you want to be a dominant defense. You want to be able to put the quarterback on his ass. You want to be able to get turnovers. I mean, those are the elements right there that build a great foundation. But they've got to be better on third down. And they got to cover tight ends better. I mean, they've got to be a better third down deep. There were some third down conversions in that San Diego game. If they get off the field, uh, you know, they've got they've got they've got to be better on that. Um, but I but I'm I, I like where things are going because we've seen in the last two years under Keith Butler, they get sacks. And this is no aberration. They get sacks. They get sacks consistently. And the way they're going, unless you see a significant drop-off with the loss of Stephon to it, you know, they're on they're on pace for, you know, another close to 50 sacks because they're averaging close to three and a half sacks a game. You know, you multiply by, that by 16, you know, that's about 54, 55 sacks. You know, somebody can do the math on here. And, uh, I mean, that, that's that's – I mean, you can't argue with that. But some of the issues – they have to cut down some of the big plays. We could have went into that, but I chose not to. They've got to cut down big plays, and they've got to get teams off the field <coughs> Excuse me, on third down. So I think this defense, again, has the elements to be a dominant defense. I think it's sort of close, but it ain't there yet. If they were getting teams off the field on third down, this would be a defense good enough to be – I don't know the foundational piece of this football team, but it would be a good enough defense to where they could compete for a championship. But I think the issue, I mean, we all know the issues that's going to prevent them 
from competing for a championship this year is going to be the quarterback play. The quarterback play is going to be too inconsistent for them to compete for a championship. But I like where this defense is going. I like the elements that are there. They need people to stay healthy. Um, it'll be interesting what they do in free agency with Javon Hargrave, the grave digger. I think he's critical to keep. I love the way that they brought in Minka Fitzpatrick, but again, the elements are there. There are concerns that I illustrated that I think they could get better. Uh, you know, red zone, uh, you know, third down defense, covering tight ends, scoring attempts. Those things can improve. <coughs> Excuse me. But overall, as I think they're close to being special. I think I think they're they're really close to being something dominant and, and something special. Um, so, a question for you guys in the live chat: What is a piece that you think the Steelers could add to this defense to make this defense a dominant defense to get it over from being sort of close to being there? and being a dominant defense. I mean, what's the piece that you think could take it over the edge? In my opinion, I think it would be a better outside linebacker opposite T.J. Watt. If you had a monster on the other side of T.J. Watt and you had booking outside linebackers that were kicking booty and taking names every single day, every single game, I think that would take them over the top. Uh, Mark Hernandez said maybe Khalil Mack. Uh, Grayson Brown, you guys are smelling what the Big Swa is cooking. Dud Dupree replacement. Uh, Cree says better continuity. Uh, Eddie Hernandez said Vic Beasley. I don't know too much about Vic, but I know Vic's bounced around. Uh, but another pass rusher on the opposite side of what? I mean, imagine if you had, just think of it this way, listeners. If you had two Watts. If you had two TJs, if you had two TJs, just think about it. Put another TJ Watt on the other side of TJ Watt. How devastating would this would this would this uh, defense be? I mean, this defense would be absolutely unreal. Um, you know, of course, you add somebody like a JJ Watt, and that would be that would be ridiculous if you had JJ and TJ, the Watt brothers, lighting cats up. That's, that's it right there. The Watt brothers bringing light to quarterbacks, lighting cats up. Let there be light. I'm a Cal guy. That That's that's our saying for our school. Let there be light. So if you brought the Watt brothers, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That would be just ridiculous. Because when I look at it, I'm looking at some of the, the comments. Somebody's, some people have written a number one corner, another Minka Fitzpatrick. Because I'm an old school dude, I'm almost 50 years old. I grew up during the curtain. I, I'm a pass rush guy. You know, I, I don't think it's a right or wrong thing, but I go back to Dick LeBeau. Look, a quarterback can't complete a pass on his ass. So if you put a, a quarterback on his back, you don't need coverage. I think it's a balance. I think pressure, you know, pressure and coverage, when you combine them, you get a ton of turnovers. And that's what's happening right now. But I think if you added a number one, uh, another safety like a Fitzpatrick, but I don't mind Edmonds. A lot of you guys are down on Edmonds. I think Edmonds is growing as a player. 
but but I like it. I, I mean, I like Edmonds. Um, I think the secondary is finally in a place where it's it's quite possibly a strength. I think the depth of the secondary, we haven't seen this type of depth, this depth in, in some time with a Tomlin team. Be given, I've chronicled it. Other people have talked about it. The struggles that Mike Tomlin has had in, in, in drafting wide receivers, or excuse me, in drafting cornerbacks. So. You know, let me go to Reginald Rivers, better outside linebacker than new defensive coordinator. I, you know, it's it's I'm mixed on Butler. You know, it's you know I, I'm an advocate of developing a scheme that allows guys to play fast, and I, I think at times when you throw too much on guys and you put too much on guys' plates, um, it makes it difficult. Let me jump into the live chat super chat question. Big up to Grayson Brown. If I had the Tomlin trade, and this is if Tomlin gets traded to the Washington Redskins, I know all of you guys have heard about it, I would take a tight end, outside linebacker, and wide receiver in the first. That's assuming in this hypothetical trade, the Steelers get three first-round picks, then a corner inside linebacker in a second, put the team back on track, or trade an ILB inside linebacker for an outside linebacker for the D. Now, I, I think when you look at it, and it's weird that I think this is for the first time in probably the last five years with Ben Roethlisberger at the quarterback position that the talent is overwhelmingly stacked on the defensive side of football. I like what Grayson is saying here. I, I, I think that you need a tight end and you need a wide receiver. Right now, they don't have a true number one wide receiver. I think you need another tight end to couple with Vance McDonald. They need some juice on the offensive side of football. I also think they need an outside linebacker. I am on record as saying I would not offer Bud Dupree a long-term deal. No way in the world. I think the Steelers can upgrade that position. But I'm feeling you, Grayson. I smell what you're cooking, baby. Uh, Snowman chimes in and says, no quarterback would survive with two Watt brothers on the Steelers. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's the type of player, an impact player at a position, because I think the most valuable positions on defense are guys that get sacks and guys that can cover, and namely corners and defensive ends. And the Steelers scheme is outside linebackers. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Coming off this cold, I want to apologize for coughing. Uh, but I think it's outside linebackers in, in the Steelers scheme uh, and corners, I, I think, are the most valuable players on defense. In the Steelers scheme, shutdown corners aren't as valuable as they were under LeBeau. But I think that's starting to change. We see Cam Sutton starting to emerge. We saw them go out and get a nice complimentary cornerback who's playing fantastic football and Steven Nelson. So now that the game has changed and, and you're defending more 11 personnel, three wide receivers, 10 personnel, four wide receivers, you're defending more tight ends that can run, run in the slot and do multiple things. You have to have coverage people on the back end that can stand up. Also with quarterbacks and shotgun and guys getting the ball out of their hands really quickly, 2.2 seconds, 2.5. You're getting it out in three is probably too late, way too late. You got to have guys that can cover on the back end. So it's a compliment for sure. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Rod Young speaks to what I'm saying, a compliment. A shutdown cornerback gives time to the front seven. It's going to be interesting with the cornerback position because they've allocated a lot of resources to Hayden and Nelson. I'm going to presume that Hayden and Nelson will be the starting cornerback duo barring any injury issue for the next couple of years. But cornerback, again, it's a value position. You can't have too many corners. And there's going to be a question as to whether Mike Hilton's going to be back because Cam Sutton, from my perspective, should get more snaps than Hilton because of a coverage perspective. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, Let me see if I jump into any more questions. That's an interesting uh, comment there by Rod Young, A.J. Green. Boy, you add AJ and Juju. Ooh, well, that's a lot of J's. It's a lot of catches. Oh, my goodness. <coughs> I would love to see uh, that combination of playmakers on the back end. But it's weird looking at this team right now on the offensive side of football and seeing that they don't have offensive playmakers to balance out this budding defense that is growing and I think sort of kind of moving to the point of being dominant. And that's why it's so hard to win in the National Football League. Sometimes it's cyclical and you can't really control it. Sometimes your defense is there. Sometimes your O is there. Sometimes they never meet at the same spot. Reginald Rivers said, I see some fans giving up on Justin Lane. You're absolutely right. It's too early to give up on Justin Lane. Justin Lane has not played football. We would have given up on Cam Sutton a couple of years ago, and now that you see Cam Sutton is balling, and that's the evidence of coaching. He's being coached well. He's now able to contribute. The only issue might have been maybe could he have contributed faster, but now he's playing quality football, and I think he's a guy that the Steelers can depend on. Uh, To Grayson Brown's point, the Steelers need another bully on D or a junkyard dog. Absolutely. And you know who brings that personality to the Steelers' defense? It's Vidi Vidivici. It's Vince. It's Vince Williams. He brings that. He brings that dog to the Steelers' defense. He's a hitter. He's a blitzer. Only unfortunate thing is he's not good in coverage. I think another thing that could take this defense over the top is if Mark Barron plays the type of football that they thought he could play and should play when they signed him. If he improves in coverage, I think the Steelers' defense would 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 go a large way in defending the tight end position, because I think right now the rookie is over his head covering tight ends. I think the Steelers are a little sensitive to play action. They over-respond, overreact to it. And Barrett, I think, right now is a weak link in coverage. So it's going to be interesting to see how they divide snaps when he comes back. Because, of, because excuse me, if Mark Barron isn't playing quality coverage football, then he can't be on the field. So... You know, it's it's almost like you need half of Barron's supposed coverage ability and Vince's thumping together in the same player, and that's hard to find. Uh, let me jump into a few more questions here before we conclude the program. Because I was under the weather a little bit, I'm starting to lose my voice some. 
Let me jump into Russ's question. Russ Oberstein, what's up, Lance, my man? Now I know you got to be picking the Steelers in the Miami game. I'm going to make you wait. I'm going to make you wait and see who I pick, Russ. Who I pick, Russ. Who I pick, Russ. Oh, y'all. Oh, oh, and I know if you're, see, if you're on a, if you're watching this on YouTube, see, if you're listening to the pod, you can't see me do this. I know y'all want to see this. Oh, yeah. Y'all want to see this, huh? Y'all want to see the return of the mask, huh? Y'all want to bring the mask? Y'all want me to bring the mask back? Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put it out right now. If the Steelers beat the Dolphins, and I'm going to say it right now, for every Steeler win, I'm going to pull out the mask on the post-game show. So if you're watching on the live chat, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's the Mill Mascaris. Pittsburgh Steeler mask that I used to wear after Steeler wins last year. So I'm bringing the mask out. It's right here. Big up to you, Russ. You made me pull the mask out. You made me pull the mask out. So I, I may pull the mask out this year. Holla at your boy. Big up to Russ. Let me show it to you one more time. The mask hopefully will make its debut next week. Uh, <laughs> big up to Toby Fountain. The mask. That's right, baby. The mask is back. The mask is back. Uh, yes, I agree with you. Steeler fan frenzy would flip. You are absolutely right. Uh, go back and watch the Carolina game last year. They say Vince is not bad at coverage. Uh, it could be a case that McCaffrey is so nice, he'll make everybody look like he made Vince. But uh, 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 get out of here, Mark, saying I'm playing like I would ever take Miami. Uh, <laughs> big up to uh, Snowman. He said, drink green tea for my cold. Well, I think I'm going to drink uh, a hot toddy for my cold. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I need a little uh, some bourbon in mine. But with that, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks, Mike, man. I want to get better soon as well. Uh, you know, I, I, I get to um, uh, be able to relax a little bit because there's no post game. I don't know what Jeff's going to do about that. But I want to thank all you guys for, for tuning in on a Friday night. Man, y'all degenerates need to go out and have some fun and stop listening to me and stop worried about the Pittsburgh Steelers. But with that, we're going to conclude the show. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.